the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. And in an effort to get those callers on the line, we're going to really quickly tell you about Quality Transmission. Quality Transmission is a friend of mine, Bob and Steve. Bob's the owner. Steve is the service manager at Quality Transmission. They're located on McClintock, north of University in Tempe. Quality Transmission is honest and dependable. They'll drive your car for free. They'll talk to you for free. And typically, they can get doggone close to what's wrong with your transmission and the price related to the repair by talking and driving your car. Now, they're not going to take your oil pan off, your transmission oil pan off for free. They're not going to do a bunch of scanning and computer stuff for free. But they're really good at what they do. And I would say probably 85% of the time, they can tell you where the problem is and give you a price range where at least you can decide. And they want me to tell you that probably 20% of the cars that come in actually need a transmission. The rest of them are going to be repaired by an input or an output or some kind of a pressure problem or some kind of a problem that's easily repairable and going to be in the couple hundred dollar range instead of the couple thousand dollar range. So that's an important consideration. Quality transmission. They're on McClintock just north of University. Let's go to the phones real quick. Tom, you're up next. Thank you for holding. How can I help you? Morning, Mark. How are you doing? Good, good. Good. Tire pressure is always a fun subject. Uh, more and more lately, I hear people talking about higher tire pressure. So I'm talking about a, I have a Honda Accord. I drive back and forth to work, just me. Uh-huh. The door sticker says 30, and, of course, the tire on it, maximum inflation is 44. I've always thought uh, 32, 34 is the golden rule. I'm going to get your thinking on that, please. We just had this conversation yesterday morning in the lobby, didn't we? Yes, we did. Okay. We had exactly (laughs) this conversation with exactly the car. Okay. (laughs) We know that the tire pressure monitoring system is going to use the 30, but I want you to know that we figure 5 to 7 up and 5 to 7 down. Yeah. Well, that's on GM vehicles for sure as far as... Well, Ford, Chrysler, the well, ones that we know of. Yeah, um, I, I I can't speak for sh- for sure on the on the Ford and Chrysler because I don't do many of them. But okay. the GMs, I know for certain that it's uh, seven pounds up and seven pounds down. Okay, so the window. Let's just assume the window's fourteen pounds. So in your particular case, you could go as high as thirty-seven. Well, first of all, you can go to forty-four because the tire is capable of handling 44. And at 44 pounds, you're going to get better fuel economy. You're not going to kiss the curb and cut the tire. You're going to wear the center out just a little bit. Um, It's going to steer easier. It's going to ride a little bit tougher than it does when you're at 30. But the benefits outweigh the negatives. So you could go up to 37. We think you could go up to 35, 36, 37. Are you going to agree with that? Absolutely. Okay. And, and, and And not trigger the TPMS light. 
And that's exactly what we told the lady. We said to the lady, you come by here once a month, and we're going to start taking your tires up two pounds at a time. We're going to get to the point where the TPMS light comes on. Yeah. And when we do, we're going to back up, and we're going to stop there. And then you're done. So in your particular case now, there's people out there that are pulling the transmitters out, and they're pulling the bulbs out of the dash, but... The government mandated since in 2016 or 2015, actually it's before that, Yeah. TPMS is mandatory on all cars, tire pressure monitoring systems. It is a good system. We are now finding out that we can actually manipulate the range, can we not? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and actually... We know we can do it on the GMs, but I believe you did it on your truck, too, didn't you? Well, I was going to tell you, Alan, we had that problem when you put them on. Right. And I tried to figure out what to do. I sent it back to get something done at the dealer, and they said, oh, there's an update. They updated the computer, and I haven't had any, oh, good. any system since. So it's a Dodge truck. Yeah, right. I, I don't know what they did, though. Gotcha. Okay. All right, good. So we, we think um, that we are going to be able, because we upsize tires all the time. Right. We think that sooner or later they're going to allow us. Now, on GMs, we can do it now. We right. can change the parameters. So Correct. if you go, for, give me, a, uh, you're going from where to where? Give me an example. Um, typically, it's, you know, uh, 32 to 36 up to 45 or 50. Okay. So when you do that, you can move that range up to 45 or 50 and give them five or six on the Correct. top, five or six on the bottom. Correct. So that does that help you out, Tom? Yeah, it does. It does. That, was, that changed my thinking because I've been, I put a lot more air in them than I knew they they roll a little bit easier with more air in them, and uh, so I no no harm, no foul. Yeah, I, I'll do it. I, I agree with you. I keep my tires as high as I can because I, I don't care about the ride. I want the fuel economy. I want the tire to run cooler, not co- warmer. And and I if I if my wife drives it or my son and they kiss a curb, it won't cut the sidewall with the tire that's half flat. Yeah. Because I've never cut a sidewall in my no, life. No, of course not. Never, never. So anyway, thank you for bringing that up, Tom. Thank you very much. All right, All Joe. Right, you have a good one. Thank same you. to you. Thank you, thank you. Joe, you're up next. How can we help you? Joe? Are you there? Yes, sir. Go right okay. ahead. My son has a, an older Taurus, and uh, a couple years ago, uh, a shop put a power steering pump on it, and it has always whined. And uh, my question is, everything else seems to work fine, but it it whines. Uh, I guess that's never going to go away. We're all yeah. sitting here shaking our heads. Now, yeah. Kurt, you go ahead and hit this one first. Well, it's it's that plastic aluminum pump, and uh-huh. Ford had a had a bulletin on that that a certain amount of noise was acceptable. And it used to be we could tell if a Ford was pulling in the parking lot by mm-hmm. the power steering pump yep. noise. So some of them are definitely louder than others, but uh-huh. that's an acceptable feature. Now, let me add to that, because I'm not going to disagree with Kurt at all. But let me add to that. This, the low pressure line is a piece of fuel line, uh-huh. and it has two clamps. And if that thing's leaking air, it's sucking a little. It, then right. you open up the cap and you look inside it, and if the f- the fluid level in the power steering reservoir is aerated and mm-hmm. foamy, okay. then I replace the low pressure line, and more than 80% of the time, the whine will go away because on the suction line yep. of the pump, we're sucking right. air and power steering fluid. Now, number two. If the rack is coming apart and they replaced the power steering pump and didn't flush the system good, then as the rack continues to deteriorate, it contaminates the pump and causes a whine. And typically you can see the metal in the fluid if you pull it out and sift it through a a, a paper towel. So you have three possibilities. You contaminated the new pump with Mm -hmm. the metal in the rack. You're sucking air through the suction line, and and the repair on the suction line on that Taurus might be 
what 50 60 bucks yeah it's not a it's, it's not a big deal yeah so it's just a piece of hose a couple yeah. clamps and it's a little difficult to get yeah. to one end and not the other but that's kind of what it is and it could very well just be the nature of the beast like kurt said so you have three choices you can uh, you can do whatever you want okay but as far as other than the uh, you know un- unpleasant noise uh well if it's cavitating i suppose that's not good for it although it's been doing it for two years well, he, he, I agree. Yeah, it's it. Oh, there's the wine is it, in and of itself is not a good enough reason to change anything or mm-hmm. spend any money, in my opinion, okay. because it, I you haven't said that you're adding any fluid, you haven't no. said you've been leaking any fluid, no, and no, you've never no, said anything about that. The rack in the morning has what we call cold morning yeah. sickness, cold sickness, where it's hard to turn left and right, and then it gets easier. You haven't said any of that, so we no. listen closely to what you say, yeah. and in the absence of giving us some other symptoms that would steer us in the direction i think mm-hmm. i can speak yeah. for you just keep driving it. yeah i would just keep driving it. all right hey thanks a lot okay thank you very much ishmael good morning to you how can i help you this morning good morning mark um thank you for taking my call um my wife she bought a 2009 mini cooper okay and she loves it i hate it because <laughs> i don't fit in the car okay um, but the thing is every time there is um, a problem we have to go to the dealer it looks like we are married to this dealer Okay. They do a wonderful job, but we live in Peoria, and the dealer's in Scottsdale. So is there, um, this Kurt, because I know you said Kurt, his shop is on I-17 and yes. 101. No, I-17 and, and, uh, and Bell. I-17 and Bell, yeah. Yeah. Do, does he work on Mini Coopers? Does anybody work on Mini Coopers other than the dealer? I, I believe all of our shops in the, in the network work on them. Yeah, I work on them. I know Mark does. We yep. all do. we, we all work on them. Um, I'm going to tell you that I have. Oh, let me change. Let me change your question, Ishmael. Kurt, when you get a Mini Cooper in there that you're not the best guy for, where does it go? Uh, I okay. think it was a dealer. All right. Now wait a minute. Yeah. I, I'm going to give him two options. From the south, it goes to Buyer Motor Works, right. which is BMW. Yeah. Uh, shop and yeah. he yeah. focuses on BMW, but right. he's too far south for you. And then Tom is to the north on that BMW dealer. Exactly, D- uh, Deer Valley and I-17, the northwest corner. Action. Tom at Action Auto yeah. has a BMW certified technician. Okay. So those are your two options if you want to try someone else. You can certainly try Kurtz because Kurtz is close, and Kurtz is going to tell you if I'm not the best guy, yeah. and he's going to refer you. But Action Auto is at, at uh, Deer Valley on I-17 northwest corner, where Kurtz is on Bell on the northeast corner, yeah. so they're on opposite sides yeah. of the freeway. But the, either one of those two guys is going to be able to help you. And and here's my promise to you. We're all smart enough to know that we're not going to start a job that we're not capable of finishing, and we're not going to guess with your money, and we're not going to take advantage of you. So it if you come in for... 75% of your stuff is maintenance and, and, and oil changes and cooling system flushes and charge the air conditioning. That Mini Cooper is no different than the Honda, the Chevys, the Toyotas, the Ford, and the Dodges that we work on. Right. So, but, but, but you guys have the, the, because the dealer is telling me nobody would have the tool, the size of the wrench, <laughs> and all of that stuff. So you know, you ever hear that before, Mark? Uh, I've heard that pretty much all my life. Yeah. And, 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 and if, 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 uh, if I was standing in that kind of conversation, 
I would um, I would attempt to be quiet. <laughs> That's then, a first. And, and <laughs> then and then at the appropriate time, I would snuggle up next to the dealer, and I would use some very bad language and tell him I think he's a blithering liar for saying that nobody else has the equipment he has uh, and stuff. I, I just go back to to the same old thing. I've hired lots of dealer technicians. I'm proud of 70% of them. But I'm telling you, when you take a guy from a Mini Cooper and give him a Ford, he's going to wet his pants. And so it's a, it's, the independent guys have a fundamental knowledge that they can apply to all kinds of cars where the guys at the dealer are trained with one car. So I'm not saying, Ishmael, I'm, I'm telling you unequivocally, there are times I send people to the dealers. Yes. And I'll tell you why. I'll give you the stupid example. A Cadillac, every time you open the door, the radio station changes. Mm. I'm not interested in tracking that down. No. <laughs> but there's some gray-haired guy at the Cadillac dealership that's fixed that before. Yeah, he knows which wire he, to twist. He knows. So I'm sending them to the dealer because they are best served by the guy who lives and breathes Cadillacs all of his life. Yeah. Do you know what that was? I'm going to tell you how to fix a Cadillac where the radio station changes every time you open the door. Okay, I, I think I'll, I'll, you said criticism on Bell and I-17, because yes. I work right on, you know, at American Express right next there, that area. Okay, uh, give rides. Also. So I'll probably bring it in the morning and let you guys take a look at Cranston. And, and he, Kurt just said he'd give you a ride to work. All right. Yeah, we, yeah just call and hey. make an appointment because... Uh, I don't right. know what the schedule yeah, is. Yeah, we, we don't know what Monday looks like because we both left at 5 or 6 or 7 last night, and I forgot to look at the <laughs> schedule. But but the idea is give him a call first. But thank you, Ishmael. Thank you very much. When we come back, we're going to take more calls. If you'd like to join us, the lines are wide open right now, 602-508-0960. Kurt Rock on my left, Alan Salem to my right. Alan does performance work, diesel performance. He lifts them and lowers them, tires and wheels and exhaust and cold air kits. And his average ticket price beats mine by a lot. But then again, I forgive him. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so when we come back, you've got all three of us at the same phone number, 602-508-0960. Michael Medved thinks we've reached political silliness. There is too great a tendency in American media to jump on some kind of offhand comment. Oh, that's a gap. This, this is, is silly season. season. When we start talking about a Republican civil war and saying that, oh, Republicans are fighting with Republicans, we are doing exactly what mainstream media and the Democrats want. The Michael Medved Show, weekdays at noon, right before Hugh Hewitt at 3, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
Do you have questions like, what is Medicare? What does it cover and how much does it cost? Is traditional Medicare all I need? When is it available to me and what are my options? Does it cover my prescriptions? For answers, call Tina Borges at TRB Insurance Service. She'll listen to your specific needs and guide you through the Medicare maze. Call 602-758-8998. And when you have the honest and accurate answers you need, you can make a well-informed health care decision with confidence. For nearly two decades, Tina Borges and TRB Insurance Service have been assisting people find the answers they need when it comes to Medicare. Whether you're eligible now or soon to be eligible, you'll be glad to know there's someone there to make it easy from the very first step. Find your way through the Medicare maze with Tina Borges and TRB Insurance. 602-758-8998. That's 602-758-8998. The following message is brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. The inherent right to work is one of the elemental privileges of a free people. Endowed, as our nation is, with abundant physical resources and inspired as it should be with the high purpose to make those resources and opportunities available for the enjoyment of all. We approach this problem of re-employment with the real hope of finding a better answer than we have now. Your stuff can be more powerful than you think. Your stuff can be a resource for change. Donate to Goodwill, where your donations help fund job placement and training for people in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download The Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. 960 The Patriot. We welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem. Kurt Rock is to my left from Kurt's Automotive, I-17 and Bell. Alan Salem's to my right. And let me tell you real quick about Action Auto Repair. We talked about him last yes. last, last segment. He's at I-17 in Deer Valley. He's a full-service, family-owned, operated shop. He's been serving the Deer Valley in the North Phoenix area since 1983. And Tom and his staff are well-known for quality workmanship and not guessing on your repairs, excellent customer service, and a fast turnaround time. And he has ASE Master Certified Technicians, and they have been certified and tested, so we know that they can do a good job. So Action Auto Repair is at I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. It's owned by Tom, and he's on our list of best car repair shops, and he's a good shop if you want to shop in your area. If you don't have one, try Tom, and if you do have one, you might compare it to Tom at Action Auto. All right, let's go to the phones. Mel, good morning. Thank you for holding. How can we help you? Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, I have a S250 2005 with a 6.0 liter diesel, and I'm currently on my fourth turbo. I go about 20,000 miles, and the turbo goes out, and I understand they've had some problems with that. So my question is, is there something I can do to improve the turbo life 
Um, I've heard terms like bulletproofing or other types of things, and I'm wondering if there's something I can do that will make the turbo last longer or if I'm just stuck with this bad design that every 20,000 miles has to put a new turbo on it. Okay, with, I'm going to butt in because Alan is chomping at the bit because he's the diesel guy, but before I let Alan talk, I'm going to tell you that there are people in our industry that say things that that cover up their inability to fix something right. And so they talk about pattern failures, and they talk about this and talk about that. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and thinking that you're going to get a different result. That said, go ahead. When, when these turbos are failing, what, what are, what, what, what's the symptoms or what's happening? Um, the first couple times I would get the turbo, the light would come on. It would say the turbo wasn't working. Um, I took it in, and the dealer said that it was, you know, sticking and it needed to be replaced. Uh, they, they told me I needed to drive it more, um, which kind of was crazy because I thought, well, well, I should only have to drive it as much as I need to drive it. Um, they said they fixed it in an earlier version because they put a drain plug in the bottom of the turbo to let the condensation out. Okay. Um, the, the last time it, it, it went out, it was just making a god-awful whining sound. It sounded like the bearings were going out, like it was rubbing. Um, it just sounded like it was ready to come apart. Okay, is the dealer replacing? Um, is the dealer I replacing had, it with a factory turbo? I had the dealer replace the first. The first two times it was under warranty, so I had the dealer do it. Okay. Um, the last time I went to an independent shop and they put a, a aftermarket OEM replacement on. Okay. I can't remember, can't remember the brand. Have we done a, a turbo on a six liter Ford Power Stroke four oh, yeah. times in a row? Oh no, not not four times in a row. We use uh we use uh what's called a Garrett Stage One when we do a replacement and basically what that is is it's a modified version of the factory turbo that repairs all the issues related to the 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 factory turbo i've never had to replace one more than once um my recommendation is is would be would be checking out that turbo and basically like i said it's a it's a stage one so they repair all the good stuff and then they make it just a shade bigger um and i've never had to replace one more than more than once okay he's got a light that's coming on the dash does the light come on in the dash to tell you each one of these four turbos is bad it, it comes on and says, uh, you know, different things. There's like a TDC or some some kind of code that comes up okay. um, a, a couple times. But then the last time I said, like I said, it was making a lot of noise. Okay, if I took the light away from you, could you tell by driving it that there was a problem? Uh, the first two times, uh, no. Okay. It, I was on a trip the first time, and I kind of had to finish the trip. I didn't know what else to do, and it, but it was still driving fine. Yeah. The the um likely what's happening is 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 they have what's called a variable geometry turbo in these things. And uh yep. there is a there's what's called a unison ring inside. And and a lot of times that unison ring gets gummed up real bad. And what it does is is it sticks and the and the veins will stick in a certain position. And so you'll get dead spots or you'll get uh lack of power or uh, you know stuff like that. That's likely what happened the first two times. Um, the reason they told you to drive it more is what they're doing is they're putting EG, uh, a dirty, filthy exhaust gas temperature back through the turbo for emissions reasons. And when you take it out and drive it, what it does is is 
well, a it oils it and it and it keeps that turbo clean. So a lot of short drives, what it does is it gums up that turbo real bad. When you take it out and run it and run it hard, it keeps that turbo oiled and and and, and keeps those those veins clean. And those uh, veins are moving too. Yeah, the right. Veins. Uh, we want the veins to flatten out or get vertical. And when yeah. you gum them up, and you, we want you to drive that truck like you stole it every time you drive it. We want you to hit it hard from a traffic light. We want you to, uh, and if you blow a little bit smoke, that's okay. But we want you to, to exercise it. Don't don't take that truck out of the barn and, and drive it like there's a hot cup of coffee between your legs. That's not what we want you to do. We want you to work okay. it. And if okay. you, if do you need a turbo right now, or are you okay right now? Well, I just got a, a replacement, but I'm, I was just kind of curious if there was something else that I should be doing to try to extend turbo life. How many miles are on your 06? Uh, about 80,000. Okay, so you, you, you're not even doing 8,000 mi- miles a year because yeah. it's an 05, so you're 10 years old and you've got 80,000 miles, so you're about 8,000 miles a year. Yep. Okay. You want me to come drive that thing for you? <laughs> <laughs> I would I would just say if, if you have to get another turbo, um, look into, like I said, you don't need to go real big because then it starts to have drivability issues. You just want to look at a modified, upgraded stock turbo. And uh, like I said, we've never had issues with one of those. But in, in relation to anything else you could be doing, short of driving it harder, there's really nothing else you could do to that thing. Make sure you change the oil on a regular basis yeah. on that thing. If you're doing 3,000-mile oil changes, stick close to that. That means you're doing three oil changes a year or at least two oil changes a year. Don't go longer than that because those power strokes in the 2,000 model, they don't like the dirty oil, right? Well, that that's a 6.4 that they told me that on. The 6.4s don't like oil changes spread out. But, but yeah, it's, it's not going to hurt a 6.0. It's, okay. it's, you know, stay on top of them. But, uh, but right. yeah. They, they I thought that, that the dirty oil was cu- part of the problem with the high-pressure pump and opening and closing the injectors and stuff like that. On the 6.4, the dirty oil was causing the, uh, the, the valve train. It, it was, it was, the dirty oil was causing the, uh, the coating on the, on the rocker arms okay. to lose, and then it would lock up the rocker arms and, and push the push rods through into the valve covers. Right, well, we're going to continue this conversation because I thought 6.0 prob- oil change problems were a big deal, so I'm kind of confused. So you explained it to me on the break. When we come back, we're going to take calls. And Steve, you stay right there. I'm 20 seconds away from being at the end of this segment, so it's not fair to take you. But Steve's the only one on the line. We've got four lines available, 602-508-0960, 602 602- 508-0960. We can talk cars and trucks and motorhomes, RVs. We can talk diesels. We can talk uh, tire inflation. We can talk about bigger tires for your truck. We can talk about lift kits. We can talk about a lot of that stuff, and we'll share what we know with you. All you have to do is give us a call at 602-508-0960. To my left is Kurt Rock from Kurt's Automotive. To my right is Alan Salem. We'll be right back. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, Won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. 
Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website. Best car repair shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Hillary Clinton may be plagued by the email scandal, and the former Secretary of State may be haunted by the ghosts of Benghazi. But according to my friend and best-selling author Ed Klein, these problems are not the fundamental problem that will dog and perhaps defeat the former First Lady in her campaign to re-enter the White House. Hillary's problem? She's unlikable. Yes, that's the title of Ed's latest book. In Unlikable, The Problem with Hillary, Klein paints a vivid picture of Hillary as only those closest to her can reveal. From questionable ethics to unquenchable ambition, from her marriage of political convenience to her nasty treatment of staff members, particularly military staff, and the deliberate cover-up of her serious health problems, Ed Klein has put together a portrait of Hillary that is difficult to put down. Ed Klein's new book, Unlikable, The Problem with Hillary, is available now at Amazon, Costco, Barnes & Noble, and wherever quality books are sold. America's wounded warriors are coming home. After serving on foreign shores, these brave men and women are returning to their families and communities. Many have wounds you can see, and many have wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Now that these warriors are back home, they are ready to enter the civilian workforce. To help, Wounded Warrior Project has developed the Warriors to Work program, a career counseling service that helps warriors translate their military experience to the civilian workplace. These extraordinary men and women bring proven world-class job skills and a unique perspective on teamwork to the job. And to ensure the right warrior finds the right job, Wounded Warrior Project works with employers to find just the right match. When you hire a wounded warrior, you hire an intelligent, talented, and committed new employee. Contact Wounded Warrior Project at findwwp.org. Welcome home the brave. Welcome back, everybody. Write down 104.47. I'll get that, 104.47. I forgot to write down the, the break time. Kirk Rock on my left, Alan on my right. Let me tell you about IMM Auto Service real quick. IMM Auto Service, 
is a place that I enjoy telling you about because they work on cars that most of us don't want anything to do with. If you own a Volvo, a Saab, a Fiat, or an Alfa Romeo, anyone can change your oil, anybody can rotate your tires, but when it comes to drivability, when it comes to making them start cold or start hot, when it comes to making them uh, eliminating an extended crank problem, you better have somebody that knows those cars, and IMM Auto Service since 1972 knows those cars. Now, they have ASE Master Techs. They work on all kinds of domestic and import vehicles, but they specialize in Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles, so Volvo, Saab, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo. They are a good guy, and I refer to them on a regular basis because those Saabs, those Fiats, and those Alfa Romeos make me go crazy, <laughs> and they and IMM loves them, so that that's it. Let's go to the phone. Steve, thank you for holding. How can I help you today? Yeah, uh, I have a pretty easy issue with the uh, bad fan on my uh, blower. Okay. But that's not what concerns me. What gets me is the fact that I have electrical issues with the windows going as well. So I'm wondering if that might be a follow-through or related. Why don't you give us symptoms? Tell us what, what, you're, what you're looking at. Tell us what we can see through your eyes. Okay. Uh, rear window won't go down on the one side. doesn't even read or register on the power meter if anything goes wrong. And on the... Uh, on the blower motor, it goes and then starts to slow down and go like that, make little noises and stops. Okay. Now, did you try to roll that window up from the switch on the door? Yeah. Okay. So, in that case, we have either a bad w uh, motor or we have a bad master switch, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. So, most of the time when we fix the what you describe on your windows, we're either going to have a bad motor and all we do is reverse the polarity in the motor to run the regulator up and down. And if you can't drop the window or raise it up, and you can't do it from either switch, it can still be the master switch because that's where everything comes together. Mm -hmm. But I don't see any relationship between the the door win or the windows and the blower motor. They're not even on the same circuit. No, the the, the okay. problem he's describing on the blower motor sounds like a motor that's dragging. He said it starts making noise and dragging. and and drawing heavy amps. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. if 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 that's the case, then um, the first thing that would be would be pull the motor apart and get that pair of dirty underwear out of that <laughs> fell down the vent yeah. in the dashboard. Yeah. And and then you get in there and you find out, holy mackerel, look at all these Taco Bell wrappers. Yeah. You laugh, but that's what we find. Oh, I pulled some of that out. Yeah. Yeah. So so in your particular case, do you have an inductive amp meter by chance? No, I don't think okay. so. Okay. See, we would take an inductive amp meter, and we know that on high that thing's probably going to blow 10, 12, 13 amps, and it's going to be protected by a 25 or 30 amp circuit breaker or fuse. We know what too much is. So if we stick it on there and it's got 21 amps and it draws up to 40 amps or 30 amps and all of a sudden we see the RPMs drop and we know the blower motor yeah. itself. Here's the problem with this. Steve, all the electricity that goes to the blower motor goes through the switch. Mm -hmm. And so don't be surprised if you do a blower motor that a week, a month, a year later you're going to do a switch because as the blower motor at the end of this circuit draws heavy amps, it, all that amperage goes through the switch and, and it almost always damages the blower switch. Mm. So so don't be surprised, but you can do the blower motor yourself. That's pretty easy. Yeah. Alrighty. Okay. Thank good you. Thought. You betcha. Mel, good morning. How can I help you? Mel? Uh, Toyota Avalon, it's a touring model, which, as you know, was only made for three years, unfortunately. Okay. It's a great car. And I, uh, I've religiously taken care of it, changed the oil whenever it is, you know, I'm supposed to and all that. Okay. And I took it in about um, 
oh, about a month ago to have the uh, new belt and new uh, rubber, and new hoses. Okay. Well, ever since then, um, I've, my uh, you know my little gauge that tells me how many miles a gallon I, I use uh-huh. has never gone over 22, 23 miles a, uh, per gallon, whereas before I never I usually got 27, 28, 29 miles a gallon. Now, I use this car primarily to go to California, so it's, 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 I take pretty good care of it. Okay. Um, what did they do on the work that they did? Basically, they changed the, uh, they changed the, the, the hoses uh, and the belt, and I took it back into the dealer, and they said, well, they don't see anything wrong with the, with the thing. They, pro- they said, well, it's probably the plugs or the injectors. You know, I've had 120,000 miles on it. Well, you probably need to have it done. I said, okay, fine, do it. Okay. Uh, but they didn't guarantee that that would take care of the problem. Okay. Uh, so they did that, and I still have the problem, and they okay. don't know what to do. Okay, they what year what Avalon is. is it? Sorry? What year is it? It's an 05. Okay. Kurt and I were just talking on the break, and mm-hmm. Kurt took his new Dodge truck in the other day, and um, he said to Alan and I that after he got his Dodge truck back that his diesel exhaust fluid consumption almost doubled. I'll cut it in cut half. half. Cut, a cut third. in half. Cut in a third. Yeah. Okay. So it changed it dramatically. Right. Alan and I are guessing, and we know that when people take their cars into the dealers, that they're upgrading the software on cars, and they're not doing it with permission. And I would say that sometimes that's a good thing, and sometimes that's not. I want to say to you that it's entirely possible they have reprogrammed something in your Avalon. It's entirely possible that they took the computer to zero and did a, a, a reboot on it, and you're going to have to build that number up. And in time, it may very well build up. Yeah. Because when we return it to zero, it takes a while to grow from 22 to 29 to 30 or 32 mm. or whatever you had. It's just going to take some time. And because it looks at the big picture, and the picture right now, if they brought it to zero, right. went to z- the yeah. picture's real small. So... I object to the fact that they're reflashing cars for a couple reasons. Number one, when I have an iPhone and 9.1 comes up, then the new software for 9.1, they ask me, do you want to do it now or later? And I get to pick. Then I get to go on the Internet and figure out whether people are having problems with the 9.1 upgrade, and I can stay away from it. Mm-hmm. Where it really hurts us is, is when we go in and reprogram the computer for different tires, and then they go in and change that, and then the car comes back in a month later with tire issues, and we have to reprogram it again. So that this is what's going on, and it's gone on so big in my world that now when we take our personal cars in, this is I'm t- talking for the Salem family, when we take our personal cars in, we put duct tape over the ALDL connector, and we put a note on the rearview mirror that says, do not reprogram any portion of this car. And so um, we have heard that they're actually being, there's an actually a reward program going Correct. on. Getting paid to do it. And they're getting paid to do it perhaps by the manufacturers. Correct. And, and if they're doing it because this new software is a good thing and it does improve the right. car, I applaud them. Right. right. But I'd like them to say that. Yeah, they just told me we while it was here, we we're already doing this one thing under warranty. We done your all your updates on your computer. Right, and so that's going to change your truck dramatically. Yeah. So yeah, but what do I do? I go back there and tell them, hey, uh, reprogram it back to where it was. I, 
no. they be able to do that? No, they, they can't do that. They I'm can't. Stuck. Yeah, they, you're stuck. But sure. but I want to tell you, I think time will feel will cure your problem for you. So I don't just think keep it's on driving it, huh? Yes, because I don't think it's fair to think that your fuel economy is going to be back quickly. That was over a long period of time, and God knows when the last time we took your computer to its knees, yeah. what we call a cold boot, and bring you all the way back up. It's been a long time. So I know that when, Alan, when you did some work on my diesel not too long ago, you took it down to nothing, and when I got it back, it took me a good month to get my fuel economy numbers back up where they work because it just took time. Yeah. Right. So I think you're going to be okay. I really think you're going to be okay. But in this particular, you might put them on notice that you're unhappy with this and ask them if they can put you back to version you were at. But I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure you're going to be okay. i got to take a break. Paul, Bob, and Tom, you stay right there. We'll be right back. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words. And thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Hello, I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC-certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria. And at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. You put a seed in the ground and voila, a beautiful shade tree. Throw a few seeds. Just look at those bright pink and purple flowers. Hey, wait a minute. Landscaping in Arizona isn't that easy. I seem to kill almost everything I plant. Then you need to watch... 
Step Outside on Cox Channel 7. Step Outside? Step Outside. It's Arizona's only show where you can watch a local landscaping expert create amazing yards and patios, all with plants that will grow in Arizona. Step Outside on Cox Channel 7. What a relief. You have no idea how much money I've wasted on plants that just keep dying. Thanks for telling me. You're entirely welcome. Don't forget, for landscaping ideas and advice unique to Arizona's climate, watch Step Outside every Sunday night at 8 on Cox Channel 7 or watch anytime on Cox7.com. Now for that sprinkler system. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Looking to know what's up on the Dennis Prager Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody, and Mark will push all the right buttons, and we'll get going really quick. Automatic Transmission Exchange in Phoenix has been around since 1968. Phil and his staff are automatic transmission diagnosticians. They're expert in the repair. They're expert in the test drives. They're experts in a lot of stuff. They're at 40th Street in Washington. Phil has been around longer than anybody I know been around transmissions. He started in 1968. He really is good from all the way from new electronics all the way through sand buggies and all the way through special Jeeps and 4x4s that are out there at the sand dunes. Or he's got, if you've got some sand buggy that needs a two-speed power glide to handle 800 horsepower, Phil can build it. But he can also build your Buick, your Toyota, your Honda. He can build anything. Again, they're at 40th Street in Washington. They're now open on Saturdays from 8 to 2, and they'll talk to you and drive your car for free. So that's ATE automatic transmission exchange let's go to the phones paul thank you for holding how can i help you hey guys how you doing uh, appreciate your show and uh congrats on the uh, uh word whatever i tuned in a few minutes late so anyway okay. i have a uh, 2008 uh, grand marquee and uh drive cross continent every year and i have michelin tires on it my right front tire um i've had checked a number of times uh, they cannot find a leak but i lose uh well, from 40 to down to 33 when I get the uh, light, um, about once a day when I drive uh, full speed. When I'm driving around town, it loses little or no air pressure. So, of course, when they put when they test it, they can't find anything wrong with it. Okay. Alan, you're the tire guy. It only loses air pressure when you're driving, you know, at, at speeds, at highway yeah, speeds? I, I, I drive at uh, cruise control at 68 normally, and, of course, you're going through towns periodically. But uh, And uh, it, it only loses uh, any, any if uh, it be incremental. It would be very small if it does around town, uh, say, at 30. I haven't been able to determine that. But uh, it only loses when I'm – I can go for a week or two, and I'll never get that light hmm. until I start driving on the road again. That's interesting. I've never heard that before. What what I would probably yeah. do is is I, I would probably bring it in the shop and air it up to maximum inflation or a slightly above maximum inflation and try to duplicate that scenario that you're doing. As you're doing yeah. 65, the tire is heating up and the air pressure is expanding or get, getting hotter and the air pressure is raising. I would try to I, I would I would add extra air to the tire and then dunk it and see if we can figure it out. 
the whole yeah. tire and yeah, wheel yeah, yeah. assembly. Correct. We're taking yeah, it underwater. Really and I did not know about the uh, uh, the time it takes, the difference between local driving and, and highway driving to tell the people when they checked it out. So they didn't have that information to go okay. by. We're and not going to go by that either, though. Time, but, We're hmm? not going to go by that either. You've got an air leak. We don't. No. We we can't refocus based on what you're telling us because what you're telling us we've never heard before. Yeah, so we've great. never had anybody say to us that it has to go this many miles an hour before it loses air. But the fact that you're losing air is the only issue. Now, yeah. in the old days, Kurt, mm-hmm. we would have taken the tire off the wheel. We would take a rag and swab the inside of the tire looking for small protrusions, yeah. small nails, small tacks, or a piece of wire. Yeah. We would swab the inside of the tire, the sidewall all the way around with a big old cotton rag around our hands, and if it snagged anywhere, we'd find it. Yeah. At that point, then, we'd put it back on the wheel, but but not before we cleaned all the bead area on both, both beads of the wheel. Then we'd use a good lube, and we'd pop that tire back on there. And then we'd air it up, like you said, a tad over maximum inflation, and we'd stick it in the dunk tank. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'd, and our dunk tank has soap in it. So there's yeah. a little bit of soap in it. So if we oh. let it sit there for four or five hours, then if there's going to be a leak, there's going to be soap suds. Four or five hours. Yeah. So yeah, that's wow. kind of yeah. that's kind of where you're at. The other thing yeah, you could do if you tank, wanted to do this is you could take the front front tire and put it on the left front wheel and take the left front tire and put it on the right front wheel and then you'd know quickly whether or not it was the tire or the wheel that was actually yeah, that bad was by the swapping the tires. Thinking about doing, right. Okay. Right. Those are your yeah. options. All righty. Thanks so much. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Bob. You're up next. How can we help you? Yeah, uh, in 1998 I bought a uh, 97 GO tracker at the Dodge dealer up on Bell Road. I had it about two months, and the AC started blowing out warm air. Okay. So uh, I took it in. They told me to take it over to a General Motors uh, dealer, mainly a Chevy dealer, so I did. And uh, it was under uh, warranty until 2000. Okay. And then uh, from 1998 to 2000, I brought it in 11 times for okay. the same thing. They okay. never, they always replaced some kind of a valve. They said it was a valve that was broken, but they could never fix it. So after the, uh, in 2000, after it, I brought it over to an independent dealer or an independent uh, shop. shop. And they said uh, the dryer was shot. Okay. So uh, he took it off. He, he, I live real close to the the place out here in Sun City. So uh, he called me up, come over and show and show me what was wrong. And inside the dryer, I guess there's little beads in a bag. Yes, it's called. Yes, yes, there is. That broke. Okay. And so he replaced it, and for almost eleven months, I didn't have to recharge it. Since then, I replaced. Uh, the Freon, uh, well, for about four times, paying sixty-five dollars to have it recharged. Okay, so what's the question though? Where are we at today? Well, it's doing the same thing. Okay, well, you you have a leak. Yeah. Um, you, you have a leak, and and it's not going to be caused by the dryer beads. The dryer oh. beads screw up the expansion valve and plug the condenser and the evaporator, and you don't have any of that. 
Um, you, you're saying that you know it blows cold when it's full of freon, and it doesn't blow cold when it's not full of freon. You, you have a leak. Somebody has to find the leak. On well, a one to ten scale, that's about a five. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. Yeah. Well, it is. When I took it back to uh, the Chevy place, they won a thousand dollars because they said it's underneath the dash. They have to take the dash off. Okay. I says, well, why didn't you fix it in the first place? You had it. I brought it in 23 times in the 17 years I. I, the, the, I know, Tom, Bob, but, but sooner or later, as the owner of the car, you have to accept responsibility for it. And if, if this car is literally 16, 17 years old, um, these questions should have been asked 10 years ago. I um, asked you, them 10 years ago. Okay. I, I can't, around it, just I can't fix it for you. I can't help you. I can't make them do it. Your car is a 1997 I know that you're frustrated, but I don't know who you're going to. I don't know what they're doing, but this ain't a big problem. And I can tell you that the the the, the, can, the evaporator underneath the dash of a Geo Tracker is a grand. Uh, you know, yeah, I'd have to look and see. I don't know. <laughs> I know, but but I'm doing Buicks, new Buicks for less than a grand. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm I'm doing lots of cars for less than a grand. Ask them to give you a detailed estimate, then take it to another shop and have them look at it. But you have to look both of them in the eye, Bob, and you have to say to them, I'm not paying for guesses. So what I'm going to expect is, is you're going to fix the, the the evaporator, and then I'm not going to add Freon for it for two or three years. Is that fair? Yeah, that's okay. fair. So that's what you have to do. That's what you have to do. Thank you, Bob. Good luck to you. Tom, you're up next, buddy. How can I help you? Hi. Uh, 99 uh, Ford Windstar. I've got codes 171 and 174, which is lean 1 and 2. I've okay. had the intake gaskets re, uh, replaced. I've only got 70,000 miles on it. And it worked fine clearing the uh, the mass airflow, cleaning it, but now, and then resetting it, but now it seems to come back on okay. more frequently. We need to scan it, and we need to look at the O2 sensors to see if, in fact, it is a lean situation. But the EGR valve can be stuck slightly open. We can have a lean condition caused by a fuel filter that's plugged or a substandard fuel supply. We can have a lean condition because of other vacuum leaks related to all the other vacuum things, which is in your evaporative system, even including your master, your master cylinder and your power brake booster. So they are very difficult when you have bank one and two lean codes. There is lots of things it can be, but for us it's real easy because it's just a matter of looking at the O2 sensor output. So if it's sitting there at 0 0.1, 0 0.2, 0 0.3, that's lean, lean, lean. So uh -huh. we're going to take carburetor spray, and we're going to start spraying the intake manifold. And when we see all of a sudden that we spray this area of the manifold, and all of a sudden it goes to 0 0.9, then we just hit the sweet spot. Yeah. So we're going to do that with propane. We're going to do that with spray carburetor spray. We're going to open and close the EGR valve manually. We're going to take the VGR out of the system and see if they, they, it, go, it climbs from 0.2 to 0.9. We're going to do lots of that stuff, but that's what has to happen. Yeah, and on this particular car, they have a, I believe it's a plastic intake manifold. Ford had a lot of breakage on them, so and, it might be a cracked manifold. And and one of the keys on the cracked manifold is this. Intermittently, it'll have a rough idle. Yeah. And that, that vacuum leak is telling you that I'm open and I'm allowing the engine to suck unmetered air. Now, that brings up another thing. What about the air tube between the mass airflow sensor yeah. and the throttle and body? And he said he cleaned the mass air, but on some of them Fords, they didn't recommend cleaning. they just replacement. Yeah. So he may need a mass air tube. And then we look at the serial stream data, and we know that the, what's the grams per minute on, we're going to see it on this Windstar at idle? 
I don't remember. Probably, probably six, yeah, eight, ten, like twelve, something yeah. like that. So, but if it's less than that, then it's getting unmetered air. Yeah. And if it's more than that, it's then we, we're, 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 that's what we're doing. Yeah. The diagnostic, real quick, Tom, on your Windstar is probably going to be somewhere between seventy-five and one hundred fifty dollars, and that's what's going to happen during the diagnostic process. And at the end of that time, then the shop should be able to do it. Kurtz, thank you for spending my time with me. Hey, Roger, I can't take you, but if you'll leave me your, uh, an email message at mark at marksalem.com. And the same with you, Tom. If you have any other questions, I'm sorry I'm up against a, a hard break here. Mark at marksalem.com. And for anybody that has a car question, you can email me, and I personally answer every one of them at mark at marksalem.com. Thank you, Alan, for spending Saturday with me. Thank you, Kurt. Thanks, Mark. Kurt's Automotive at I-17 in Bell Road, Northeast Corner. Been on my best shops list for a very long time and is a really good guy, and he's proved it to me every day, every week, every month that I've known him. Kurt's Automotive, I-17 in Bell. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.